Revelation chapter 4 opens up. The apostle John hears a voice out of heaven that's saying, come up a little bit higher. John heard the voice of the Lord that said, I'm going to open up the kingdom of heaven to you. John heard a voice that said, I'm going to reveal to you greater things than you have ever seen or heard before. Because of the greatness of the kingdom moment. You need to take notice of what the Bible reveals when the apostle John was being drawn and compelled to come up a little bit higher. The first thing that John said was this, immediately I was in the spirit. Immediately, without hesitation, without delay, without somebody needing to prod me, without the right song, without the right preaching, without the right guest, with all of a sudden understanding the seriousness and the kingdom critical moment, John said, I was in the spirit. I know that I am getting into very dangerous territory by doing this. Because my pastor is in the room. Who pretty much knows everything and I mean that sincerely I mean he is like the guy that knows every Greek word and how it all plays together and but I decided to look something up <laughs> very dangerous almost called him today the Greek word for the spirit there, and I don't know how to pronounce this, pneumati, does that sound right? Nope. Nice. <laughs> that's how I'm going to call it, because that's how I wrote it in my notes. Let's go with that. That Greek word, pneumati, is used 92 other times throughout the pages of Scripture. John the Baptist used that same word when he said in Matthew 3 and 11, I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance, but he that cometh after me is mightier than I, whose shoes I am not worthy to bear. He shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost. with fire that word 
is found again when Jesus said this in Matthew 12 and verse 28. But if I cast out devils by the Spirit. I cast out devils by the Spirit of God. Then the kingdom of God is come to you. Again, Jesus uses this word in John when he says in chapter 4 and verse 24, God is a spirit and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Luke documented the report. Notice how I've avoided saying that word about 15 times already. Luke documented the report of the Lord throughout the book of Acts and he uses this word which I refuse to pronounce again but he used it no less than 10 times in Acts chapter 1 he said for John truly baptized you with water but you shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost Acts 6 and 10, and they were not able to resist the wisdom and the spirit by which he spake. Acts 7 and 51, he said, you're stiff-necked, uncircumcised in heart and ears. You do always resist the Holy Ghost. Acts 10, God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power who went about doing good, healing all that were oppressed of devils, for God was with him. Acts 18, the man was instructed in the way of the Lord, and he was fervent in the Spirit. Well, yes, in Revelation chapter 4, I believe that God gave John a vision and maybe even John was spiritually transported and saw things from a vantage point that nobody else saw. But I also believe that when God was about to do a new thing and when God was going to speak to John and when God was about to give John a vision of what was going to transpire in the last days, I believe John simply understood I can't get there in the flesh I've got to get there in the spirit why don't you lift up your hands and immediately get in the spirit why don't you lift your voice Come on, somebody, if you're hungry to go into deeper places, if you want to walk in the Spirit, if you want to see things you've never seen before, lift up your voice and get in the Spirit. Before you are seated tonight, 
I want you to shake hands with two people. Look them right in the eye and say, we're not waiting on God. God's waiting on you to get in the spirit. Hallelujah. Come on and clap your hands to the Lord one more time. Somebody shout hallelujah. Somebody begin to lift your voice and speak with other tongues. Come on, let every hungry, every desperate, everybody who wants to move in deeper dimensions, just lift your voice and immediately get in the spirit. Begin to speak with other tongues. Let God transform the environment. The statement immediately, I was in the spirit. It was not exclusively referencing a location such as the heavenlies. It was not speaking exclusively of some celestial location. It was not implying that John was simply surrounded by the spirit or that John was simply in a spiritual atmosphere fear you have to understand it was it said that the apostle John was one of the closest disciples to Jesus John was present when Jairus's daughter was raised from the dead John was there when that transfiguration of Jesus occurred. John was seated next to Jesus at the Last Supper. John was with Jesus in the garden. John was at the foot of the cross during the crucifixion of Jesus. John was in the upper room when the Holy Ghost was poured out. John was well acquainted with the mandates of big kingdom moments. So in Revelation chapter 1, when John saw a door open in heaven and when John heard a voice say, come up higher so I can show you things you've never seen before. Nobody had to motivate John. The man of God instinctively and spiritually understood the seriousness of the kingdom moment that was being presented to him. didn't sit on his hands and say oh that's a good word he didn't feel entitled he didn't feel like it was something that was just guaranteed the, the Bible said that he didn't just change his location but it said he got in the spirit somehow some way he understood this is too big of a moment to do what I've always done. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost. Lift up your hands and begin to speak with other tongues. I feel the wind of the Spirit beckoning us. Come
Come on. You can feel the kingdom critical moment that's ahead of this region. You can feel the Lord saying, come up a little bit higher. Bible said John wasted no time John didn't delay he didn't need prodding pushing or motivation he just immediately was in the spirit oh friends here we are on this opening night of fresh fire and you need to hear the word of the Lord you need to understand and respond correctly to this unprecedented kingdom moment that's here for you believers there is getting ready to be an opening up of revival in this region that cannot be contained in your buildings. If you believe that, you ought to get on your feet and you ought to get in the spirit. Come on, it's not going to be like it's always been. Greater is in the atmosphere. Miracles are in the atmosphere. Harvest is in the atmosphere. This region is about to shake under the power. Hear it. Say it again. I feel, I feel revelation in the room. I feel doors being kicked open that no man will ever be able to shut again. I feel God's people getting ready to move into deeper waters of the spirit where miracles and signs and wonders happen all the time. But somebody has to get in the spirit. Take a hold of somebody next to you. Take a hold of them and say, I release the spirit now. I release you into the spirit. I release you into the spirit. (laughs) 
Come on. You're not leaving the same way you came. Revelation's going to enter into your mind, emotions, spirit. You're going to see things from a different vantage point. God is about to open up your kingdom understanding. All over the world, there is great harvest. All over the world, we are witnessing miracles and signs and wonders. As a matter of fact, the apostles all lumped together have never seen what we are witnessing right now. Brother Mun and I just came back from Brazil where over 30,000 people gathered in Manaus to hear about the mighty God in Christ. In one service alone, God filled over 12,000 people with the gift of the Holy Ghost. Somebody ought to say, that's going to happen in our region. That's going to happen in our church. It's going to happen. Come on, if you believe it's going to happen, you ought to shout like you believe it's going to happen. You ought to be... Anybody keep you silent if you believe it, you ought to shout about it. If you twelve thousand Brazilians. Immediately got in the spirit. Brother Munn, I, I was talking with Bishop Stark about it and Brother Kyle about it. Never in the history of crusade ministry, Brother Shalom, have I ever seen such a quick and unified outpouring of the Holy Ghost anywhere in the world. You said it today. It's because God is multiplying generations together. It's not one man. It's generations that have faith. At the same time, that instantaneously and immediately 12,000 people received the Holy Ghost in Manaus. They were running a live stream feed to every region of Brazil that could not attend in person. Districts had rented big screens and were showing the service live. 
churches had gathered in their buildings showing the service live and still reports are coming in of the multitudes beyond Manaus that received the Holy Ghost on the internet over a live stream service my friends get ready something great Over 6,000 people testified of notable miracles. The blind seeing, the deaf hearing, the lame walking, witches delivered, set free, filled with the Holy Ghost, baptized in Jesus' name. Don't you tell me it's not greater. Don't you tell me it's not going to be bigger. Don't you try to sell any small kingdom victory to me. The glory of this latter house is greater. The harvest of this latter house is bigger. The miracles of this greater house, this latter house are multiplied. The demonstration of the spirit and the power is multiplying around the globe. Somebody is going to have unprecedented harvest, Pastor Lehman. Are there any Northeast Christian college students who are about to say, it's going to happen for me. It's going to happen here. It's going to happen in my generation. If somebody's going to see it, it might as well be me. Somebody is going to have unprecedented miracles. Brother Munn, I've already made up my mind. You can't frustrate me, discourage me. You're not going to steal this moment from me because it's not my moment. It's the kingdom moment, and you can run your mouth. You can be discouraged. You can try to be discouraging, but when it's all said and done, in the last days, saith God, I will pour out of my spirit. You may defy me, but you can't defy God. You might resist me, but you can't resist God. God will keep his word. But if somebody is going to see it, and Brother Shalom, if it's going to be me and you, 
And I know you've already made up your mind. Maybe I'll look somewhere else. But if it's going to be me and you, like the Apostle John, you've got to make up your mind tonight. I'm not going to delay. I'm not going to make you massage me into in the presence of the Lord. I made up my mind. If we want to experience the kingdom, if we want to see miracles, signs, and wonders, then like John, we must immediately get in the spirit. Without delay. You should feel and respond to the kingdom call to get in the spirit. You've got to, without pause, be ready. Whether you're in the church, out of the church, on the street corner, whether you're in, a, it doesn't matter where you're at, on an airplane, in a doctor's office, it doesn't matter. You've got to be in the spirit. You look through the word of God, every significant kingdom moment, every catalyst kingdom victory came to life when somebody was in the spirit. When the children of the Lord cried out because of their captivity in Judges chapter 3, the Bible simply said the spirit of the Lord came upon Othmeel. And when the spirit got a hold of him, he went out to war and brought deliverance. And his hand prevailed because he was in the spirit. Judges 6 and 34 the Bible says in a kingdom critical moment it was the spirit of the Lord that came upon Gideon and you know the story when Gideon was in the spirit even though he was confronted and outnumbered by the multitude of trained Midianite soldiers there was nothing that was impossible to Gideon who had been overcome by the spirit Again, the Bible tells us in Judges 11 and 29 of Jephthah, when the Spirit of the Lord came upon him, he subdued nations and put the enemies of the Lord under his feet. Consider the boy who would be the king of Israel. The Bible said Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the midst of his brethren. And the Spirit of the Lord came upon him. And in the spirit for David there were no limitations in the spirit David subdued nations in the spirit David overthrew kingdoms in the spirit David's territory was enlarged in the spirit David's kingdom was increased in the spirit David's enemies were put under his feet I wish some apostolic in this building would throw your hands in the air and get in the spirit 
Lift up your hands all over this room. Begin to pray with authority in the spirit. Begin to pray in the Holy Ghost in the spirit. Begin to pray militantly in the spirit. Come on, don't delay. Don't delay. There's victory. Just connect with someone near you. Lift up those hands together. Begin to speak in tongues together. Help somebody immediately get in the spirit. Help them. Help them. Help them. God has great places and great things prepared for you. Feel the shift in the atmosphere. Feel the victory in the atmosphere. Just getting in the spirit is opening doors that no man can shut. Brother Munn, Brother Munn will remember this moment. Anybody who's ever been a part of the crusade teams, they, they always remember this moment. But I remember, was it Tuesday night when the team first got together, Brother Munn? Uh, I think it was Tuesday night. And I remember every time, Pastor, every time that we do these crusades, the most important moment of the crusade is that opening prayer meeting. We had 176 team members from all over the world that came together to serve the nation of Brazil. Tuesday night, worn out from travel, exhausted. All of a sudden, 176 hungry, apostolic gathered in the conference room of the hotel and without any prodding, without any pushing, all of a sudden we immediately got in the Holy Ghost and when we immediately got in the Holy Ghost, it literally began to shake the entire hotel. People were walking past the door, videoing. The door was wide open. They were videoing, Sister Woodward, what was happening in that moment. One young man came inside and God filled him with the Holy Ghost just like that. 
when we got in the spirit, God started to give the team visions. And all of a sudden, we were carried up into higher places. And God opened our eyes. And we began to see the witches that had been attacking Brazil for decades being put under the feet of the Lord. We began to see those those warlocks that had been sacrificing animals to their gods to defy the crusade. We began to see them in the spirit, broken, defeated. Stand with me, I'm almost done. Musicians, do what you do. Remember the vision that God gave Sister Jones. She saw the bride, the church, knelt down, praying intensely in the Holy Ghost. And she saw this satanic image dressed in red come and stand behind the bride trying to resist and hold back the tide of the immediacy of the bride that had God in the spirit but she saw all of a sudden, Brother Shalom, angels showed up alongside the bride. And all of a sudden, the prayers of the bride broke loose. And then all of a sudden, that satanic force that was standing behind the bride that was holding back revival in provinces and regions and towns and cities. saw that demonic spirit broken stripped destroyed powerless insecure and all of a sudden the bride was standing and there was power and authority and victory and dominion and open doors that no man could shut that's why on Saturday night it was so significant when that witch showed up to defy us God said you can't touch the bride I made a fool of myself Saturday night, Brother Shalm, which isn't the first time. We had all these baptistry tanks. I didn't know that it was the witch being baptized. And I also didn't know that they were live streaming and focused on me. 
all of a sudden somebody leaned over and said this is a witch who came to pray against this meeting but she got the Holy Ghost and she now has a revelation of the mighty God in Christ and wants to be baptized in the only saving name of Jesus With the cameras focused in on me, I'm standing down there by the baptistry tank, pointing at this precious woman who's got a revelation, and I'm literally screaming into the cameras, she's a witch! Over and over again, I screamed, she's a witch, until somebody tapped me on the shoulder and said, look up at the big screen, they're watching you. We got in the spirit, everything changed. Today, at Northeast Christian College, all of a sudden, when that service opened and without prodding, you students said, we came here to get in the spirit. We're here because we want to step in to deeper waters. Nobody begged them. Nobody pushed them. They said, what? I hear a voice saying. They barely got to the service. And then when Bishop Shaw prayed in the Holy Ghost over them at the end. When they immediately got in the spirit, offices began to fall and gifting began to fall and miracles began to fall and demonstration and power began to fall and promises began to fall. God said, I'm going to open up the windows of heaven to this church tonight and to you believers tonight. But God said, all I need to see is if you can immediately get in the spirit. God said, I will hold nothing back from you. Everything you've prayed for, asked for, sought after, if you can show me that you can get in the spirit. So if you want to move in the deeper waters tonight, I want everybody who's hungry, desperate for fresh fire to get in the spirit. I want every one of you to quickly come and gather around this altar. Quickly come. Quickly come. There's going to be a baptism of the Spirit in this room like never before. Quickly come. Push your way in. Make room for others.
Push your way in. Don't stay in the aisle. Push your way in. Make room for others. Slide across. Make room. Come on, push your way in if you're hungry. Push your way in. There's a voice that's crying out. Come up a little bit higher. There's a voice that's crying out. I want to show you some things for this region. Push your way in. Listen to me. I want you to hear Brother Shalm. Would you join me on the platform, Bishop? My pastor, would you join me on the platform, my pastor? Pastor Lehman, would you join me on the platform?